0: The truth is back You ain't gotta argue about who can rap Cause the proof is back Just go through my raps New York, New York Yeah, where my troopers at Where my hustlers Where my boosters at I don't care what you do for stacks I know the world glued you back to the wall You gotta brawl through that I've been through that Been shot at Shoot back Gotta keep a peace like a boot ass I ain't a new jack Nobody gonna Wesley snipe me It's less than likely Move back Let I breathe I night The more space I get The better I write Oh, never I write but if if I write, I need the space to say whatever I like. Now just change clothes. And go. Uh huh. I stay so fresh to death. Water from the project. Now we're taking to the top of the globe. Let's yes, exchange
1: now. Yo. As I mentioned on my social media, my barber and I got into a funny, insightful conversation. We talked about how fashion has changed over the years. And we brought up the fact that. Uh, Jay-Z literally told us not to wear jerseys anymore Like back in the early 20s And he told him to put them away And wear we're nothing but button ups Like you know how like crazy that was For a person in their early 20s To put away jerseys and start wearing button ups like, like those are like prime jersey wearing years Like I had like another decade or so wear jerseys And I literally put away my, my jerseys My Jordans and everything Because Jay told me to dress like a middle aged businessman In the club And it wasn't just me Every guy in the club was rocking hard bottoms and <laughs> suit and button ups like it was tragic. <laughs> but the message was clear, though, at least from Jay's point of view, that he was trying to get our groaning sexy on. And which was fascinating because the idea of signal calling that in order to elicit a sense of grown and maturity was steeped in our clothing was very much poignant. We had to dress the part and the clothing sent the message. But clothing and messaging has always been aligned, especially when it comes to the black community. Clothing has always been a sign of class and social status, even if that message was born out of truth or lie. Being black and fresh to death didn't stop you from actually reaching your death via lynching and white thuggery. This week in particular strikes a chord because of Easter Sunday, and you won't have to look far in the black community to find black families wearing our Sunday's best. But even the concept of Sunday's best is rooted in something steeped in messaging. You dress up and show your reverence to God is certainly a part of that notion that for many blacks, there are very few times that they could afford to dress up and demonstrate that sometimes class does not matter. You may be poor, you may be a slave, you may have no social standing, but you have good clothes for your Christendom Sunday meeting with God. It's almost egalitarian in that that no social class is absolved from looking the part to deliver your deep reverence. If it wasn't dressed in just a... Bitter irony that the juxtaposition of black bodies being beaten, raped, and mutilated and completely disregarded Monday through Saturday, just for the aesthetic of the black elegance and the slave's confinement of corporality and challenge in the context of black worship was entirely erased on Sunday. All the while, black worship service became an expression that spoke of the visibility and the importance of black bodies within a dominant social context. The message was clear, though, that social norms are communicated and the clothing on black bodies would deliver the message of respect and holiness and a tradition that we kept to this day. But church has changed, you know, with now, you know, you see the come-as-you-are mentality and as a more relaxed look is more popular. And I think society's actually reflected that as well. And you just come to see people in offices looking more casual in style, tech companies especially forging a non-traditional work clothing and pivoting from tradition to comfort. Um, you don't need a tie to, con- to conduct business. That's the message. Take even Chris Miles, who won the greatest union fight in the last hundred years in this country. But the conversation really didn't center around just him winning that big fight against Amazon. It was about what he was wearing. Draped in a fitted, a do-rag sweats, and some J's, he still did the unthinkable. But the message was clear. To establish power and respect, I don't have to dress like a union boss. He understood, whether intentionally or unintentionally, Integrating and assimilating into whiteness cannot protect you from hard or scrutiny, and respectability politi- politics as a shield is as effective as covering in white sunlight. Covering from white sunlight. In terms of Chris, there was obviously talk that he should have dressed apart, part. That they would much rather you adapt to the perceived ideal of professional aesthetic. But he understood that folks of margins of identity who lean into white institutions of recognition and authority make themselves vulnerable to the hyper-surveillance, stereotyping, and anti-blackness sentiments that center around black culture. So while those who have opinions on black style are always wanting to change our appeal, change our style, change our look, change everything, but most importantly, change our clothes and go, we have to understand that black people are the arbiters of our own existence and our own aesthetic. Ah, So welcome back to Unculture Bias. My name is Kamara Williams. I am your host. I know that was a different opening, but, you know, we always want to start it off a little bit fiery and, um, you know, just kind of get y'all thinking about what the pod's going to be about. If you're a first-time listener, thank you for joining us. If you're a returning listener, thank you for returning. We always say that sharing is caring, so please continue to share the program with your friends, family, on both social media, text message, all that fun stuff. Um, we want to give a shout-out to our sponsors of this week. It's tax season, so you really should be looking at uh, getting your taxes in order. So shout-out to MyCompassTax.com, uh, MyCompassTax. You can reach them at 850-273-7193. Of course, if you're in a market for uh, real estate, contact uh, KeystoneGlobalRealEstate.com. Uh, KeystoneGlobalRealEstate.com. You can reach them at 407-680-8510. And of course, if you're in a market for uh, probate, guardianships, wills, real estate, Give us a call at Smith & Williams Trial Group. You can reach us at 888-798-4529. Of course, that's 888 SWTG Law, Or, of course, that's uh, SWTGLaw.com. And of course, if you want to email me, you can hit me at CWilliams at SWTGLaw.com. All right, brilliant. So we're going to bring in our guest. We're going to start off with a first-time guest, uh, Cameron, who is the uh, Cameron He's the owner of C.K. Flooring. Now, I asked Cameron to jump on this because my man is always fly. And he's always, he's always ready back, to go. Back. So I just was like, yeah, I got to bring Cameron in. Mm-hmm. So, yo, welcome, Cam.
2: <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad to think that y'all think that way about me. <laughs> I try. You I, try. I, I'm doing it. Yeah. You, you do more than you do it, bro. You do <laughs> doing it. You, yeah. fly, you fly, bro. Yeah. Appreciate it. And of
1: course, I bring in my girl, Katrina. She's also the owner of Styles Watch. Katrina, you've, you've been on the podcast like two or three times now. So. I think so. I think yeah.
3: that's maybe my third time.
1: Third time. Yeah. Our okay third time, time. now yeah third time so yeah i'm
3: family now you family. Huh. so she knows
1: how to she knows how it goes so we're gonna roll together right now so we're gonna get right into the subject um just talking about like uh fashion and everything and i i know i started off with um jay so i actually would i want to get cam his idea like mm-hmm. were you on the button-ups and hard bottoms when when jade
2: yes <laughs> um <laughs> but i didn't do jerseys too tough though yeah so Jay Z's not that much older than I am. Right. I mean, he's got me by—I'm not sure how old he is, but he's probably got me by seven, eight years.
1: Right. He's in this. He's like I think 50, his 50s, 50, fifty. fifty. Fifty-one. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah. so when he was—I think when that came out, he was around thirty-six or something like that. Yeah. So I was twenty-eight, twenty-seven. So I was already—I was already—I was in corporate America.
1: Ah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay.
2: Um, so I had to. I was already a part of that. I I, I loved when he came out with with change clothes. It made everybody yeah. kind of dress up. Mm-hmm. I think it was along the lines when the NBA changed their rule too, mm-hmm. and they had to start people making start making people dress up. So yeah. I just kind of I was with.
1: Yeah, I think what was, was that change? It wasn't change clothes. It was um. Excuse me, Miss. Uh huh. Was it excuse me, Miss, or was oh. it um?
3: Y'all asking the wrong person. I, know. I don't even. But when, he, what? Like when he, he said
1: uh, you know, uh, it put away excuse the excuse me, Miss. put away the the button ups You know, we're going you know, uh, rock some Scooby Doo. I think that was like, excuse me. Yeah, that, that was
2: uh, that was excuse me. Yeah, we're excuse gonna rock me. some Scooby Doo. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, man. So, so you were you were in a club looking like a middle aged white man.
2: Well, <laughs> well, Our no, no, I was looking like a, I was looking like a thirty, I was looking like a thirty year old, yeah, black, yeah, yeah. corporate yeah. America guy. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. that was that was thinking he was cool. I'm being facetious, by the way. I know we all were, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've heard, I've heard a lot of people say. Man, he kind of he, he he stole four, five, six, seven years of jersey wearing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he did. I've heard a lot of different people say that. Yeah, but should
3: you be wearing jerseys at, 30? Not me
2: at thirty? Not maybe thirty, but in my
1: I was young. I was in my twenties, well, yeah he's, he's <laughs> I was younger. Mm. I was young. I was young. I still had some jerseys left in me. Oh yeah, absolutely.
3: Well you didn't have to change because he I, said so
1: I mean, you know that just shows the influence of culture and oh. hip hop and like what especially you know Jay he
2: has the influence i
3: still didn't even now. i didn't even realize that song said all that well, oh, it yeah. just the
1: way it, i'm trying i am gonna I'm don't know if it changed clothes, but it was it it either was excuse me, miss or um, can I love you no, I'm a fine. just a
3: guy thing, yeah. It yeah. wasn't changed clothes.
1: Let me I'm, while you while we're I'm gonna look. Yeah, that I way.
3: think that was I think that was just a guy thing, and I'm I don't know. I, sometimes I think I'm just a rebel. Like I don't care what somebody says in the songs. You're not gonna make me change what. Yeah, but I'm he was so... <laughs> I just, so. I just so so style yeah.
2: and trends don't influence you at all.
3: I don't I don't change the way that I would look for styles and trends. I mean, as far as trends. Because trends come and go. But, you know, I have this thing where fashion is a revolving door. So if you've been in fashion for a while, you know that certain things are going to come back mm-hmm. eventually. Mm-hmm. I mean, you even see now um, our children's generation want to dress like we dressed in the 90s.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I mean? Like that little nostalgia. I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. I, I did that already. Um, so hmm. it doesn't influence me to the, to the point where I'm going to, change you know my entire wardrobe or how i go about, like if i go out if if i was a girl that wore mini skirts, which i don't but if i did if a song came out say, oh a girl shouldn't wear mini skirts anymore that's if like, i had some really cute ones i'm like uh out. i'm wearing my mini skirts because mm-hmm. <laughs> i purchased these and that's what i'm going to do mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i always like to I, I like to see myself as a influencer or a trendsetter i'm not the person that follow trends no you look at me and see what i'm doing and maybe you want to do what i'm doing mm-hmm. so that and that's how that's just how i view things so mm-hmm. i probably would have if i wore jerseys i probably still would have worn them mm-hmm. but i mean 30 year old 36 year old y'all don't need to be wearing jerseys anyway. okay so here's the thing okay so the,
1: the line you know was I mean? the line was <laughs> like, I, and i don't wear jerseys, man i'm 30 plus give me some crisp, crisp um some crisp jeans and some button-ups what yeah. song was it it was on more. more can i say Okay, I
2: re- I remember the line. Yeah,
1: remember, yeah, and so and that's good, right? But here's the thing: I'm thirty plus. I was not thirty plus.
2: Right,
1: <laughs> I was not thirty plus. But he said <laughs> right. thirty plus. I know, but everybody started wearing the same. T- yeah, everybody did. You know, I mean, I mean he's
2: like, but he you said, had it, it in you influence. anyway.
3: You probably had it. You probably well, already had that in you. That's true. And when he said that, you were like.
2: Ooh, if something resonated liberated. with you about yeah. that. <laughs> it did it was resonate like, with like, right. I feel a little and, and that's part of it. Because there's, there's a lot of people who are like, man, forget it. I'm still going to wear my jerseys because it didn't.
3: He it, had it in him. It didn't hit. It, it didn't was in you, in you, bro. It, it was, was in But that's you. what, cause,
1: okay, so that's the thing. So I thought, that's what I'm trying to say. So that's where the conversation is going. Because I thought that's where, you know, he had like taking the next level of like fashion or men's fashion mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I was like, all right. It's so, like, yeah, I guess I'm supposed to be wearing, you know, button ups and some crisp jeans and. You know what I mean, and I even did the thing. I still do this to this day, though. I don't even. I wear like, like dress socks with like, um, with sneakers. <laughs> you do or don't. I just, I still do. Uh uh-huh. I still wear dress socks okay. with sneakers. You know, but are
3: they fun dress socks? Because you know, they are so many nice I just, it depends, dress socks out there. Printed ones, mixed print, polka dots, mixed colors. So it de- are it depends. they just like plain? Black
1: ones? It depends on what I'm wearing, like. But I'm saying, like, generally, when I'm wearing like, like, some jeans or whatever like that, you know, what I mean, it's like, it's like dress socks. I, I like, I, I mean, you won't be able to see them anyway, you know. Depending on if I'm wearing
2: type of jays or whatnot, it depends on what type of shoe, what type of sneaker I'm wearing. If I'm wearing what type of socks I'm wearing, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Okay, so if I'm wearing shorts and some dunks or whatever like that, I probably won't be wearing dress socks because okay. it, yeah. it would be, right. you know, some gym socks right. or whatever. like yeah. that. But generally speaking, if I was wearing some pants, pants with with or whatever, some jeans. jeans or what like that. It's dress socks and some J and some nice sneakers. It doesn't mm. have to be Jay's, It could be whatever. Yeah, but I'm just telling you. That's I even got that from J, because I remember I saw
2: the um the. I'm, it's so sad. I got some. I got something else from him.
3: Yeah. So like I. What you got?
2: Not wearing socks. Remember he came on with your the,
3: dress with your with your dress shoes.
2: With, yeah, with dress shoes. Okay. Oh, okay. dress shoes. Oh
1: yeah, remember yeah. Remember he yeah. came
2: on on the war show one one time. Now don't get me wrong. I actually got it from my father-in-law. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> <Right>. okay. <laughs> but when he did it, it kind of almost solidified. Solidified, it. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like, okay, yeah. that's what's up.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. No socks. So okay, right. So here's the thing.
1: Right, about, and let me just be clarify. When I saw him wearing his S Doc Carter with some dress socks and the um, what video was that? Uh, uh, Allow me to introduce public public service no, mm-hmm. announcement PSA. It's like, oh, that's what you're supposed to be. You know, again, this is like when you're a kid. And I'm, if you're in your 20s, you're still a kid and you're looking you are, for yep. mm-hmm. Absolutely. direction on yep. what is style, yep. right? And it's obviously you go to music artists mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, and again, it has to appeal to you, right? Because some yeah. people may not look to Jay. but I was looking to Jay like, all right, how, sh- you know, what yeah. is the trend of what, what should I be yeah. wearing? And what is the message I'm looking mm-hmm. for on um, what I'm trying to deliver? And yep. I was trying to look, you know, like I'm trying to look grown. i was trying to look sick. i was trying to look, you know, I get sick, i was trying to do all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? All that in the club. Listen, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm in the line. I hope they don't play. Excuse me, Miss. Before this song, <laughs> you before I get in. So what were you wearing to the club? I was what? wearing button ups some some jeans and some and some hard, hard bottoms. bottoms. <laughs> like all
2: right, ridiculous. But everybody was doing. Everybody is doing that. But in clubs, were you going to?
1: Uh, I mean, I was going to regular. You know, you going to the young hip hop club? No, 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 like, no. No, You're going, going to grown and sexy. Clubs. I was going to grown and well, okay. I mean, 21 yeah. and up, and went, I would try to go to the 25 and up, even though I wasn't yeah. at that time. But I would okay. still try to get in. But See,
3: it was it's always in you. I, yeah. Try yeah. To, I was just trying to you. You're more mature than your yeah. age group.
1: But I
2: should I should have been I should I shouldn't have. <laughs> I should I, I but was it would have been anything. It could it didn't have to be bone, it could have been something else. Something here's, else. It could have been turtleneck. <laughs> here's my bitterness though.
1: You're right. But here's my bitterness comes from because I had some cold. A girlfriend at the time, she got me this. This cold throwback UCLA jersey. The the it was the, cool. uh, the baby blue, baby blue. Oh my oh, god! You didn't wear it. I didn't wear. I was like, what are you doing? I don't wear jerseys no more. I
2: was.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was. It was cold. Oh, I would have been mad. Yeah, you, she was mad. Like, but I
2: was like, no, I was well. like, I, you know, I don't. So you I, went cold turkey. I
3: went cold turkey. Wow. <laughs>
1: and I was and I'm mad now. I want. I, I think about that you jersey. Want that I want that jersey back. You know, you I, didn't even I, take it. No. I, Oh yeah, it was just in my closet, you know? Yeah. But that was like twenty something years. I don't even know. You don't have it anymore. No, I had a Jordan jersey. I don't know where these jerseys are at anymore.
3: Yeah, you I probably donated them or gave them away or I something. Got
1: to something, but I'm saying yeah. like the jerseys now that are so expensive. Mm. The you jerse- had them. Back then. I had them. The mm-hmm. authentic. The authentic yeah. and the throwbacks. He killed the throwback industry. Yeah. Like he really. You yeah. Know, yeah. He got rid of.
2: Yeah, he hurt. He hurt. He hurt that industry. Yeah, because yeah. people was. He was not stop. You know, wearing- back then,
3: but like they're wearing it now, so you probably would have got a nice penny for those jerseys.
1: I would oh, have got it. Yeah. it. was like
3: <laughs> you probably got a nice penny for those jerseys because like- that's what our children—that's what they want. Yeah,
1: they like want the, the Zillenials,
3: Yeah, that yeah. zillennials, thats what—that's what they want, mm-hmm. and they pay for it too.
1: I remember this might be—I'm going back when. Um, it's not even where I wanted the conversation to go, but I'm just having fun now. So I remember mm-hmm. when uh, Biggie said. <laughs> Um, you know Get rid of the polka dots And he killed Kwame Remember There's a rapper named Kwame oh, I, remember I remember Kwame. Yeah. yeah Kwame You know what I'm saying style your, like your stylist played out Like Kwame And fucking polka yeah. dots And oh, wow he, Kwame it's, uh, to the story, uh, Kwame has a funny story Because he Not funny Sad story actually He said you know One day I was up Like And that was when It wasn't when Kwame was down He said that line And Kwame was That was the early 90s And Kwame yeah. was still Still going And then Big said that line and boom, and nobody nobody, a, nobody wanted to wear a polka dots, and, and and killed Kwame's whole aesthetic, his whole appeal. Wow, that's crazy, that's crazy. right? And he said he was depressed, and he was like, "I don't understand, you know, I just I don't even know Big. Why would he do that? And he just ruined my career. And it was like some behind the music thing, like it was, really? so, yeah. But it has showed you like the power influence, of the yeah. fl- power words of influence. I remember, Absolutely. I remember distinctly one day wanting polka dots, and when Biggie said that, I was like, "I don't want my don't, I don't want no more." No polka dots. Don't give me no polka, polka dots. God. Just like yeah, that. Yeah. I was so influential. I mean, I'm yeah. so influ- easily influenced. Easily influenced. <laughs> yeah. Easily influenced by music. Yeah. You know, hands down. But the idea is to show you that society can often impart a mm-hmm. an influence on you and how you think, you know, you should dress in societal yeah. norms. Um. You know, and the messaging that goes along with that, you know, like to stay trendy, to stay mm-hmm. current, to stay what everybody else is doing. Yep. And, you know, I know I mentioned, you know, Easter Sunday, Mm -hmm. right? And how, like, it's embedded within us. It is. To, even if we know the history behind, like, you know, Christendom within the country and how, you know, Africans were pretty much indoctrinated into Mm -hmm. a religion, um, you know, we're still, I don't want to assume, you know, I I, I think, I I know where you attend church Mm -hmm. and I believe. So, but most majority of Americans are still, you know, heavily christian mm-hmm. right that's
3: not you, you i don't know i don't but know but african americans yeah african americans i would think well i mean po- i think a, a lot of people have uh black americans have had a, a mass exodus i'm not saying from, from church.
1: church that that's a two, that's a different thing yeah. i'm saying they still identify as christian, as christian mm-hmm. or some idea um, um
3: ideal of that yeah okay. ideal of christian i can see that yeah right mm-hmm.
1: and so even with that even our understanding of like the sorted history behind that um, The idea of clothing and how we're supposed to wear certain things mm-hmm. in order to elicit a certain appeal right. or mm-hmm. messaging or what that, you know, I just want to get like your opinions and I'll start off with you, Kat. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, what are your thoughts on this, you know, Christianum and I and Easter Sunday and like, what do you.
3: Well, I mean, like you said, it's been indoctrinated since we were little, right? I mean that that was a thing you, you got a new dress, For Easter, the little, you know, if you have brothers, they got new suits. Um, I think that's something that's been indoctrinated in us because just like you said in your intro back in slavery, we we thought that we had to look a certain way to appease other people. Right. And come to find out, it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter if I'm suited and booted. It doesn't matter if I have on Dolce & Gabbana. It doesn't matter because they're still going to look at me as a black woman, less than, Look, look at all the stuff that um, Supreme Court Justice, yeah, future Supreme yeah. Court well, Justice yeah, Ketanji, yeah, well, current, well, yeah. when he retires. Yeah. Look at all the stuff that she had to do. Right. That lady has more qualifications than anyone. I mean, I, I know that's going off on tangible, but no, no, my, my point yeah. is that I we have to unlearn so many things as black Americans mm-hmm. because we thought we had to have our hair straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought we have to look a certain way. We need to be lighter. You got to think People bleached your skin. You had perms. It, it, it's just so many things that we thought that we had to do to appease these people, and they still hate us, and they still don't care. Right. So I, it, it's it's a mess, but I don't get into it. Um, <laughs> I don't get into it. I, my, my children will tell you <laughs> – I don't remember, they probably wouldn't remember me going out and saying, oh, I have to buy you a new dress for Easter or anything like that. Mm. So I think it starts with us. My children don't know that. I was like, well, if we were out, if it was in our budget, <laughs> we will right. get a new dress. But if it wasn't, uh, we better look in your closet and find something that you can wear at home. Yeah. Um. So that's where I think I started for me at home with my children. Like, just kind of, I'm not teaching them the old things that was taught to me because now it's, it's not right and it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's like, oh, you got to look your Sunday best. Now, I will say I do like my children to look a certain way when they go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they do casual. I would prefer for them to iron. Like, <laughs> don't go wrinkled. But if you right. want to wear jeans,
0: right.
3: that's fine. I would prefer t- for you to put on shoes. You don't necessarily have to wear hard bottoms um, because my son is not even really into that anyway. Yeah. But I would prefer you to to not be rough, dry as old people will say, mm-hmm. right. and look halfway decent. Right. You know, brush your teeth. You know, you gotta talk to people. Right. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. you know. And and those are things that hygiene
1: I've, stuff. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, hygiene yeah. stuff. Those are things that I've uh, taught my children. I don't I I don't say that you have to dress to the nines or anything like that mm-hmm. going to church. If you're gonna do that, let's do it every day of the week. And like for me, Sunday is, I'm I look good. I'm looking good every day, so when I go to church Sunday, that's just carrying on for what I look like on Tuesday or Wednesday. It's or just Thursday. a day. It ain't, yeah, Zilla, I look I look I'm fly every good. day. She yeah, said I look fly every day. day. Yeah, yeah, I'm, right. I'm,
1: right.
3: yeah, facts. I'm facts, looking good yeah, every day. Fact, yeah. <laughs> so talk your talk. Yeah, exactly. So it's Sunday <laughs> right. Sunday doesn't make a, a difference to me, but I do right. think that. You should have, if you are a believer, you just should have some reverence as far as when you go to church, if that's what you, because when you go to dinner, if you go to dinner, you're you're looking nice. So we're going to talk about that, because
1: there's a change in, you know, lifestyle and casual look, you know, but, you know, I want to get your opinion on just the idea of like Sunday best or whatnot. And so I already know your family going to look. Oh yeah!
2: Now nah, we're gonna we're gonna do it all. <laughs> nah, yeah, we're, we're gonna do it all. Yeah. I love it. That's part of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that that stuff we were talking about, like how expensive. They yeah, are, yeah, 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 we're yeah, yeah. Do it all. Yeah. Um, my opinion of it, I think I'm indifferent on it. I, yeah. I am I gonna get dressed? Yeah, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna get dressed because I I like getting dressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, like Kevin Hart said, I I, I want I want to do it because I think we look good as a unit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I absolutely agree uh, with Katrina. There's no it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know, if I'm I'm doing it for myself, mm-hmm. right? Not ne- that's not necessarily true. Let me be one hundred percent honest. I want people to say, Cameron you look good." Right, right, right. No, <laughs> no, no that's <laughs> okay. It's and that's real. fine. It's 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 real. Real. I know. It's I'm just, right. just being real. No, no, no. But that's I, uh, but, but, but the majority of my reasoning for doing, it yeah. is because I want. I, it makes me feel good. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm indifferent on. It. I don't I don't yeah. I don't we're we're going to partake in it. We're going to do it all up right. and you're going right. to see pictures and everything and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> right.
0: Right? right? I um, love it.
2: Yeah, so
1: I mean, no, but I I agree. So like, <laughs> let me you know. I'm not going to sit there in front like my daughters are I don't know what my wife has them wearing. They probably have something in the closet. Or I don't know if she's going to buy something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um but I highly doubt. Highly doubt we're not going to have the kids dress up for mm-hmm. Easter. Um, I, you know, for but me, y'all,
3: y'all dress up for family photos. We do. I mean, y'all do, y'all go yeah. all out for family yeah. photos. We do <laughs> Three, four times a year. Yeah. Not three, four times a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. No, not three. <laughs> all I right. I
1: might take more photos. You know, the family photo we do once a year, but.
3: Oh, that's it? Okay.
1: But I take more photos cause I'm vain. So <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, I love it. but, um, you know, the idea is that it, again, what even the photos, right? Family photos, it's a message that I deliver of uh, you know you want your kids to and mm-hmm. your you know my wife to everybody to look good and to be presented in a certain way and even on Sundays it's hard for me even though I know people can dress come as you are on Sunday even on what I know mm-hmm. I still hard, find a hard time not wearing a suit on a Sunday mm. I st- it's weird I yeah. cannot I cannot do it like I cannot do it and it's just it's an old way of thinking. I'm just, but it's, it's
3: okay though.
1: Right. But it's just, just, I understand it. Like I, it's hard. Even I mean, I'll mean, i go as far as I won't wear a tie,
2: mm-hmm. you know? And that's your dress down. That's, that's, dress
1: the, down. that's my dress down. I, I won't down. wear a tie, you know, but like, it is hard for <laughs> me yeah. not to wear a suit. If I I'm wonder going to if church. that would
2: change depending upon where, what, what church you went to. Cause I used to be like that when I was at one church mm-hmm. and there it was had no, to wear a suit. Well, you didn't have to, but No, but it,
3: I'm just saying you, you just like, I'm, I'm well, wearing a suit. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah,
2: and my dress down would just not be wearing. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't one of those guys where I would wear a shirt without a jacket and a tie. I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. I would just so if I wasn't wearing a jacket, then I wasn't wearing a tie. But I had a button down shirt tucked in, mm-hmm. dress pants, shoes, belt, measure all that kind of stuff. That would be my dress down. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, the church that I'm at now,
1: it was, it probably look weird if ever you dressed in a suit. And everybody was well, like-
2: two is dressed up, two Sundays is as casual. Oh, oh okay. So okay. Now dress I've down. gotten more used to
3: the dress down, like the casual thing. Okay. okay. No, I tell people, no, I'm looking good at church every Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, I, 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 they like, oh, <clears throat> yeah. no, I'm looking good yeah. every day. Like, when yeah. we first, because my church, we just started going back in October. And so. I was like, okay, this beginning stages, you know, I'm running around doing all this other mm-hmm. stuff, but I was telling people, honey, I don't wear jeans to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. no, I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't wear jeans to church, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I would put on me a pants or a mm-hmm. nice dress or a skirt. Yeah. You so feel I say, y'all ain't, I ain't gonna send me, y'all ain't gonna see me too many times like this. I know right. we, you know, doing this stuff. <laughs> right. And they were like, and they were like, oh, you were right.
1: Yeah.
3: So every Sunday, oh, I'm, Mm-hmm. You won't wear jeans to Oh I, no! Mm-mm. Yeah, and that's just me. And it could be yeah. old school like you. I just feel like if I'm dressing up for dinner, mm-hmm. if I'm dressing up to do these Makes things, sense. why can't why can't I look good when I'm going into the house of the Lord? Makes that's sense. this is what I believe, mm-hmm. right? So why can't I look presentable for Him? I mean, even though you know, pandemic, you know, you can. Have church at home, which that's where it's supposed to be anyway.
1: And he doesn't goddamn care. He don't
3: care about all that. He cares about your heart. But you know, my heart is good, and I'm gonna look good,
1: right? (laughs) So that's just me. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm
3: gonna look good.
1: Yeah. Um. So let's let let me ask you though. Like the idea between, like, because society's kind of moved into more a
3: casual look. You mean Mm -hmm. mostly Florida though? You. I I think if we go other places, I don't know. They are not as casual. As Floridians. Know. I don't
1: know. I, don't
3: I mean know. I do agree. I, don't I do
1: think agree. So. I do agree. I do agree. Floridians. To a certain extent, it's, have like, taken it's like Floridians are extra more, a lot I more mean, casual. And it's because of the, the, the why? temperature. Why? Oh is because it, of the
2: temperature you know? That's
1: what I think. But I know when I first came down here, I first saw I, mean, it, I saw a difference even from California to I'm from, you know, Cali. Like I I saw a difference in how people like when we yeah, would go out to clubs. Mm-hmm. Like it would just be Super dressed down, and super, it was like, "Oh, this is different. Like y'all don't like." I would get, oh yeah, okay. I would get charged up for my friends. They were like, "Yo, why are you dressed like that?" I'm like, well, "Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, different clubs, differently in in Atlanta or DC in those areas, It was definitely a different vibe than in, in Florida. Here, yeah, and yeah, and clothes and all kind of music. I think and it's everything. lazy.
1: It's it okay. to me
3: because I'm i I'm, I'm, I'm born and raised in Florida, so I can I can speak from being a true Floridian. Mm-hmm. I ain't no transplant." I mm-hmm. was <laughs> born here and I was raised in Florida. So not particularly Orlando. I think it's lazy. All right. I, 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 to, that's just my personal opinion. I think it's lazy. That's hard. That's hard. Well, no, no, it's not. It's, it's lazy. If you, if you can't, you don't want to get up and you going to church or you going to dinner and everywhere you go, you have on flip flops.
2: That's lazy. Well, I think it's some, I think it's a mentality. There's a, there's a lot of things that, that can go on. Like different types of events and, and clubs and establishments in other parts of the country, Atlanta, DC, Houston, mm. yeah, that Chicago, can that, that can thrive go. in those, areas, but they but they can't they can't thrive here in Florida. yeah. In Florida, and it's the same. I think it's the same type of concept or mentality as to why the clothes the clothes and are just laid back as well.
1: Well, I w- the thing is, I was saying in general though, because I think you start to see more athleisure is being more promoted in men's fashion. Right? Are you, you say what? Athleisure. Really? like, like, you know, like the sweatsuits. like. It, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, like that but is that
3: tracksuit, the custom,
1: track suit. yeah, the yeah. custom, yeah, yeah, and that is like considered
3: five thousand dollar tracksuits. Yeah. Are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So like, they fresh though.
1: So the idea that that's I,
2: but that's that's one I wouldn't do.
3: You wouldn't, you. So oh, okay. okay,
1: so this that's what I'm trying to say. Like, so I see society, as, especially for men, mm-hmm. has pushed men towards more of a casual look, like to, in casual. I'm using the air quotes here, um, meaning that, for lack of a better term, it's all intents and purposes, no suits or tie, mm-hmm. no suited and booted, right? Right. Um, but for a casual look, it's pushing towards an athleisure, but I think it's kind of gone mm-hmm. overboard because that's all I really see. That's what I see a lot for, mm-hmm. like, men's fashion now. I'm seeing that it's this really big push for, you know, these sweatsuits. And for to the point where you go out to dinner – and you see, like track suits lot. everywhere. Either it's one, two things. It's you see men, no three things. Um, men in track suits, mm-hmm. or you go on the day you see men who haven't transitioned out of the button ups. They wear the loud button up, the button up shirts with the crisp, je- you know, with the jeans. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you can tell the old you
2: know, the, you older know with guys. the crease in them.
1: Yeah, you know the old, you know the older guys. And they're like, wide,
2: and, and the, they're wide leg. Might be wide leg or whatever <laughs> like
1: that, but they got. But you know, like you got Shorty, she looking like she just she's <laughs> dressed currently with the, you know, oh with the freakum dress on, and you know, Buddy got the, you know, he's got the loud shirt with the with the brown shoe, hard bottom, and the dress in the jeans, and so it's that that's that look. Why <laughs> you know wow, what I'm talking about? That's camera, funny. yeah. But okay, let me just go this, ahead. And no. the third Let's look, one. and the third one is like uh, when you see uh, these guys with the jeans that are. Extra ripped. Like, it just looks super, super... like. But Really, it's like, really
3: distressed. Li- really, really Made distressed jeans <laughs> and, like,
1: you know, and a vintage t-shirt. And it's, like, those are the three things I see mm. in men. Like, it never fails. Okay. And it's... I don't know. It's kind of odd to me
3: mm-hmm.
1: that now, for like, men... I feel like men have a harder time trying to dress, like, casual and trying to mm-hmm. figure out that mix between casual. Women, y'all can... Y'all find a balance. But there's a lot more options. But men... It seems like it's harder for them to find that right, that balance.
3: right balance. No, I I agree with that. I agree with that.
1: Okay, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you see, I you, do. You see, I know you had an opinion. I wanted to hear your thought.
2: Yeah, it's hard for me to find a balance, and but it's probably more so in my head than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm forty four, mm-hmm. and back in my day, when I was fourteen, fifteen, forty four was old. Oh. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So now that I'm 44 and I don't think I'm old, mm-hmm. right?
3: Your children think you old. Yeah, <laughs> Your children think you're
2: old, and, old, and yeah. so I, I get—I don't want to dress old, mm-hmm. no, yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. I don't want to dress young. Like you, yeah. 25, yeah. right? It's mm-hmm. tough. I got you. Yeah. But I've also had to understand that looking at my parents when they were 44, or 45, mm-hmm. 50, whatever, that their influence and their cultural influence was R&B music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our now 40, 45 and fifty. Our influences are still hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were going to look different than we look are. Right. So, but it still plays in my head. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. because my dad sure wasn't wearing Air Force Ones as like I do. Right. He wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't I mean? wearing Jays. Right. 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 Yeah. You See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm still wearing
1: Jays. So yeah, it's a, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's a it's a hard balance. balance. Yeah, that's, balance. that's true. It is a hard balance because you're right. There's like for someone like myself. Same thing. Trying not mm-hmm. to look too old, mm-hmm. you know, and still trying to look current, right? And it's like you sometimes you you buy something like oh, I can't rock that. Like mm-hmm. you be like, yeah. you, I've done it. You be like, oh, I, I, you buy it. And be like I think I'm gonna, and then you. Try it I'll on for your wife and you're like, she's like, I looks a little young on you. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's, that's you, you look a little youth. Barry,
3: you look like you're trying to try to a little bit yeah. too
1: hard, you know? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And
3: cause it's a hard, it's a hard place for you all.
1: It's a hard it place. Is. And they don't really make a lot of mm-hmm. like styles to fit somebody who's trying to stay current. Mm-hmm. And. Also, not, not look, look like you're
3: 25. I yeah, got yeah, you. not
1: look like you're 25, and not also look like you're 65. Right, you That's know what I mean? True. Like, so it's. Eww. But here's the thing. So what I always say, and I mentioned in my post, like I always try to like center it on: is it cool? Is it chic? Is it stylish? That's mm-hmm. what I try to say. Like it's it's it. I don't try to look for a, an age mm-hmm. in the look. I'm like, could this be something I can pull off, regardless of age? Like is it something mm. that doesn't look like it's too trendy? Because I, I, I think you. I think if you stick a lot to trends,
3: you'll be messed up because be what about y'all know super, 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 super tight jeans. Yeah. And they they were almost pushing you all to women's jeans. And even now, mm-hmm. uh a lot of a lot of things are very, very feminine. Mm-hmm. You know, for men. So I, I don't even know. I mean, and I have I have male clients too, and I take a little bit more time. You know with them but a lot of things are very feminine as far as how they want you all to dress so that's I know that's tough tough as well, well
1: it's not tough for me because I have a sense of my own style <laughs> and identity right you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I don't really it doesn't rock with how I mm-hmm. see myself right right you know what I mean but you're right like the jeans can be painted on mm-hmm. you know if you're not careful about but
2: super tight jeans
1: you're super mm-hmm. tight jeans, yeah super tight you know just- it's like and it's like but you again that's not my style. That's not your style. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? And it won't look good on me. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It'll look like a little all it
3: look like to me. You're like I, hugging you in all the wrong places. No, no, but terrible. you know the wheel look though. I mean, <laughs> I'm just going to be real. Of course. Right. Yeah, like, "Dang, his jeans tight, but he got a nice bottom." <laughs> I mean, th- we do. I mean, I, right, I, I, right. I hope y'all know the we women do that. I'm, <laughs> I was I'm like, not,
1: I've I've lived with a woman for I'm, yeah. I'm aware.
3: Oh, yeah. okay <laughs> so you know just not, like, you're
2: just not going to be able to see it in my jeans no. yeah yeah <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean
1: mm-hmm.
3: my slim fit you wear slim fit or straight straight you do straight
2: for jeans no i wear athletic fit and i actually will get them um, i actually will okay. get them i actually will get them altered I'll them, at the yeah, bottom I'll get yep. them altered. yeah mm-hmm. yep. okay
3: yeah because you you said earlier you're a linebacker so you your thighs probably a, mm-hmm. larger than normal so Athletic it will mm-hmm. be good for you, and you can get them tapered at the mm-hmm. bottom. What okay, would you I'll recommend
1: do. for guys? And Cam, we could jump in this one. Like for guys who are trying to learn how to, trying to figure out style and dress. Like, like if you were going to give somebody was going to walk into mm-hmm. your studio mm-hmm. and say, "Cat, I just want you to outlook me, but I don't, you know, I'm 44, mm-hmm. right? And I want to, you know, I I don't want to look too old, right? Yeah. What would you do? What would you say? T- how would you? They want
3: to look too old. But, I
2: would, but say, I want to look current. Yeah. Where are we going?
1: Oh, that's a good point. All right, let's say I want to go. I want to go on a date with my wife. Yeah, mm. I'm trying to be fly. I'm trying to be fly, though.
3: I'm trying to be fly. So I would. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Scr- scratch the I'm wife. Scratch fly. the wife.
1: First date. Oh, oh, good one. Okay,
3: first date. Yeah. So first date. Young 44 coming in doesn't really have any style, so I would just ask him what his limits are because some men are afraid to do certain things. You got so, it, uh, yeah. Certain men, like, oh, I don't know if I can wear that, so I will most definitely do him a standout blazer.
2: Okay, number one, what does standout mean?
3: Meaning, I would if we can do a print, um, okay. if we can do a bold uh color, a okay. solid one, if he's afraid of prints. Um, you know, maybe something plaid, something bold that's going to be like, when she sees him, she, she's going to be like, she don't remember anything else. She's going to remember that like blazer. that. He had on a nice blazer. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll we'll do that first. And I would do something simple with this shirt underpinning because he may not want to do a button down. Mm-hmm. So men have collarless shirts now. He may not want to do a tie, so I can do that. And it's according to what we do with the blazer. I will most definitely, um, if he likes a straight Pants, you know, let's do straight, but if you like them a little bit tapered, Mm. um, I would maybe do solid at the bottom because his jacket is so bold and add um, a really nice shoe and belt with that. Mm. So he can most, you know, most definitely stand out. So it would be the blazer, his shoes, and his belt will be the standouts for um, for me in that.
1: Okay. Mm. Let me ask you Mm -hmm. how do you like Steve Harvey's new style? Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with it. I think sometimes his style is. Uh, makes him look a little too young, like he's 44. Mm-hmm. Like some of the things that he's wearing. I mean, we your designer and fly. I mean, the stylist has a really good eye, but I think that that's for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I could see uh, you guys are not stuff like, you know, 44. He's like yeah. in his 60s. Yeah. So mm-hmm. some things he should kind of mm, tell his stylist like, ah, I like it or mix it up a little bit. Well, I think his
2: um, stylist is like 30 or something, isn't he? yeah. it? Like, his, yeah, his style
3: is his
1: Eli, Eli, yeah. Eli Car- Carmo. Car- yes, yeah, Styles yeah. is a
3: little flamboyant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and he ha- he's having Steve dress flamboyant, but Steve is probably like, you know what, might as well. well I mean, Steve is
2: kind of a flamboyant cat. Yeah, he, yeah. he is, but mm-hmm. I think
3: sometimes he hasn't. He looks, to me, I mean, the, the stuff is nice. I like, but I think I sometimes like some he, look, he looks... Look, yeah, he looks good. Sometimes the things are a little bit too youthful. So what does too youthful look
1: like for someone like that, though? Like, what does I that look I, like? Well,
3: you know, I wish we could have pulled up a couple of things. <laughs> I know, but, things. Just like,
1: but I'm saying, like, because that's that's kind of, like, subjective, isn't it? Well, yeah. well,
3: I would say when he's when he's uh, labeled all the way down. did he just have okay. something like Balenciaga yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that? I can't remember. He had something Balenciaga, like, all the way top and bottom. Yeah. Like, for me... I, I don't think he should be doing Balenciaga top and bottom. So if he had that nice Balenciaga sweater on, maybe he can have on a different bottom. If he right. had the, the pants on, maybe he can have on a different top. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the pieces are nice, but I, know what I you're wouldn't. Saying. I know what yeah. you're saying.
1: So like generally when people are, especially when we see uh, younger people, when they talk about fashion, they're label heavy.
3: Yeah. really. And he really, doesn't really, have to do that. He doesn't have anything have to, be, to prove.
1: You don't have to be label heavy. Like, not in I'm your sixties. I'm not label heavy. I don't even believe in like, I don't like, the reason I don't like labels is because I'm still old school and I know this is not how people do it now, but I just don't never believed in mix and, mixing and matching labels. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just <laughs> you know like you, what that is, Carolyn. I do. Yeah, school. so you, you couldn't wear Nikes and and, and Adidas. And Adidas, and Adidas. Wait, 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 but that's wait, different now. But labels and
2: designers is different. different I know, yeah. I know,
1: but I'm saying but I'm saying that right. so I, I just immediately from that I come from the school of I didn't like labels on things. I don't mm-hmm. like when people can see a label. Period. So then, when it gets into like designer, I would not. Uh, I'm not into designer. Yeah, but some people's like,
3: people like ah, listen, I'm not paying uh, twenty five hundred dollars for a sweater. And you can't see what it is. Some people right. are like that. Like, no, this is what it's about to be. But let's see, y'all gonna right. gooch it down. Yeah,
2: I mean, everybody's <laughs> not a Jackie. Jack yeah, Uranazas, right. Yeah. So, oh, um, that's a good one. Yeah, because she was. But from what I know, that's all she wore was designer. designer. But you, but you never knew it. Yeah, and you that's had to me. know to know.
3: I'm a jackie o. Yeah, and that's what I tell people mm-hmm. all the time. If you know, you know. Right. I don't have to prove anything to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like if I wear, if I have on a pair of Manoa Blahniks, if you know, you know. Right. That's it. I don't. Right. Ha- I'm not taking my shoe off so you can see that I have on. You know, Manolo Blomis, I'm not taking my shoe off. So you can see that I have on Giuseppe's or anything like that. If you know, you know, but I think that comes with maturity as well. Mm. Like for me, people don't have to see that I wear designer items. Mm. That I'm buying that because I like it. I'm not buying exactly. it just because it's that thing. You know what I mean? So, and I always tell people, listen, I had Christian Louboutins in 2000, 2007, mm. <laughs> mm. 2007 and 2008. Before you know he he got really hot, I had those back then when mm-hmm. i when I worked at Neiman Market, so it's like if you know you know so that's, i don't that's how i am
1: i i, I like i don't I, you know I don't really care for labels, but actually I like them people think I spend more money on my clothes than I really do because I really don't <laughs> I, I, I shop a lot, but my shopping is not as like expensive as people might say uh-huh.
3: That's you know because I mean? of how you put things together, right? It's but there's all... nothing wrong, though. You know, I told you that we've already had this discussion before. It you, where you are and where you're going, there's nothing wrong with you having a couple custom suits in your. Oh, in I your, know. In your wardrobe, I agree. You know, you gotta pay. You know, maybe two thousand twenty five hundred or whatever. I agree. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: But I always think there's a there's a misnomer, especially with men's fashion, when they think they have to like pay top dollar or pay a lot of money in order to look good.
3: They still don't look good. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> some of them. You know. You know, I'm, I'm not mean, saying it, all of
2: them. It all goes to me down to the to the fit, the way the way it fits on you.
3: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. i I recently just bought some designer shoes. Okay, and I'm not going I've asked a couple of people today, how does when they wear designer, how does it make them feel? And they told me it didn't it didn't make them feel any different. Mm-hmm. Well. That's cool, but to me it makes me feel different. Mm-hmm, and maybe mm-hmm. because it's new to me, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it makes me going to a different level. It, it to yeah. me it does, right? It gives yeah. me a little because I, it's not that I show it, mm-hmm. but if I have on some Christian Louboutin shoe dress shoes, you're never gonna you're never gonna see me a post a picture where you, where you can see the yeah, shoe, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But when I walk some when I am somewhere, I got an extra little swagger going. Yeah, a little extra it. And and, 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 it's, and to <laughs> me that's important.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Right.
2: right? Now, is it superficial? Is it a superficial confidence? Yeah, it might be.
3: I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, I don't think so because I, I I don't I don't know. I, don't I
1: think, think so. anything
2: that gives you confidence
3: is good. It's
1: good. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a haircut every week gives you confidence. Oh
2: yeah, that's a good. That's you know what I yeah, mean? No, like so good. like
1: I I don't know if because buying something you know regardless of the price it's in steeped in superficiality. Like for yeah. me, I, I mean, again, I wear, I like wearing, look, I look, look, like looking nice. Excuse me. It doesn't matter if I paid twenty dollars or you know, one hundred and fifty. Yeah, like you know, because I mean? you can buy some
2: designer stuff and it does look good on it you. Don't right. look good, yeah. you know.
1: It, but it's all right. about the key word is confidence, right? So yep. I have to feel confident in what I'm wearing. Yep. And if I don't feel confident in what I'm wearing, it doesn't matter. So if you feel confident and it makes you feel good,
3: that's good. That's good. Right. And right. that's the thing. Like so, yep.
1: for me. Like for men, I would say that I'd I want them to first work on what does it make you feel confident? Mm-hmm. Does it make you feel mm-hmm. good? And you may not feel some people are like I don't need clothes to make me feel confident. I feel good. Right. That's fine. But what I'm talking about when it's time to go somewhere, they're lying. Well, I don't know because yeah. there's some guys who actually they no. don't they really don't believe in the ideal of they, like they, aesthetic. They, it, 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 it. I don't know if that's that's harsh.
3: Kat, you, every time you come listen, on my program, you always say these harsh-ass statements. That, that's just who I am. That's, I know. That's just who I am. They're, they're lying. Talk. There's no way Talk. that I don't care who it is, when you put on something <laughs> and you look in the mirror and you look at yourself and say, God. Oh, I'm so fly today. I don't even know what to do with
2: myself. I I, 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 I agree with you, There's no way
3: that whoever you're talking to talking about, oh, clothes don't matter, blah, 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 blah. I bet if you said to him, you know what? I got a gift for you. I'm going to give Katrina uh, to you to give you a couple of looks. I bet you he'll say yes. And I bet you after we work with him and have that experience, he'll shift his mind. Because I tell people all the time, we live in America where we grew up. They judge you by the way you look before you even open your mouth. Mm-hmm. And first right. of all, they're already making us because we're black. Right. And then if you're dark, then it's something different. So they're lying. Right. You know, and it's I tell my clients in, yeah. all the time, I, I, I shift their mind. I have to shift their mind and transform their mind because it doesn't matter when when your wife put on something, when your wife put on something and she fe- when she feels like she looks good, you can see, her countenance changed, yeah, and you can see her confidence change yeah, when she puts on something. And she said, you don't even have to say anything. You can tell when she mm-hmm. put it on. Yeah, yeah. And you like, you're like,
1: mm-hmm. all right, babe, mm-hmm. you, you,
3: you, you're mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, what she has on, cause she feels a different way. They're lying. I, I don't like when people do that because like, don't, <laughs> don't do that. Just tell the truth. Think- just say, I don't know how to dress or I'm, I have a hard time with it or something like that. Or I don't, it's not in my budget to, to look a certain way, but you can show people, you can look good on a budget. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. I tell people that all the time. Yeah. They're lying. But that there's time. some there are
2: some people I think what they were saying is more so like I'm not creating I'm not crea- this isn't creating confidence. Yeah. You know, and what you're saying is no, it's not creating but it's enhancing your it's confidence. En- exactly. So don't acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Please. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Um, you know
3: old people say um you know how old people say you should wear the clothes they shouldn't wear you. I agree. Right, I agree. And that's me all day. I don't care what I put on. I can put on a, a, a burlap sack,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and I'm putting a belt on, putting something on, and I'm going to be fly in that burlap. Well, I, I think agree.
1: Because I've, I've worn, you know, let me just say this. I have, to that point, I've been in rooms where I have gotten a cheap, I have wore a cheap suit. But it's not about, I always tell people, it ain't about the, the label of the suit mm-hmm. is how you style it right. and the cut. Like and you gotta make sure it's mm-hmm. why I always believe people need to go ahead and get, you know, get a tailor. Mm-hmm. I make sure everything's tailored to me. Even if I buy a suit off the rack, yeah, I make sure gotcha. it's it's tailored to my side. So it looks like it's designed. And you know, and um and so like for me, you know, I look at it like I've been in rooms where people have actually like wore better, I mean more expensive suits, like twenty five hundred dollar, mm-hmm. three thousand dollar Suits, mm-hmm. and I got like a two hundred, three hundred dollars suit on, mm-hmm. one hundred and fifty dollars suit on, and I look better than them mm-hmm. in a suit. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump wears baronies and their suits are like, you know, those, those expensive suits, like like twenty five thousand dollars suits. Are they?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And he looks a mess in them.
2: Yeah, they look big.
1: Yeah, they look. He looks like he never. It doesn't look fit. Look off, it looks off the rack. It looks off the rack. It looks like it slumps on his shoulders. It doesn't fit him. The, the pants are too mm-hmm, wide. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not a cut to his wrist. Right. You know, and so, like, for me, I look at it like it's really not designed. It's not based off of how much you spend, but how you style it. And I think sometimes men, um, and Katrina had to slip out because she has another meeting, so we thank her for joining us. But um, it's just about how I think men sometimes get that confused. Do you agree?
2: Yeah, absolutely. They... Tailoring, I don't want to say it's a new concept, but it kind of is a new concept as far as making something look good. I think a lot of men, th- just like you said, are more concerned about how much it costs mm-hmm. as opposed to how it fits. Right. Um, I think a lot of – it all comes down – again, it all comes down to confidence, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, it all comes down to confidence, like the Dion phrase.
1: If you look at you play
2: good right you look good you, if you look good you feel good you feel you good. good you, you play, play good you play yeah. good you get paid good yeah well I sent that I sent that quote to one of the person that people I was talking to earlier about it mm. and he said, well no just feel good and then everything else will fall into place mm. and that way, and I, and that's good that's true right but at the same time mm. man there's nothing like knowing that you that you look good you know what I mean
1: so i'm gonna I'm gonna be completely transparent here. Um, I think my thing with clothing was it was a shield for my own insecurities when I was growing up, because I was a product of parent immigrant parents, you know, and my parents never really had a lot of money, and so, you know, and when they started, they started to get money, um, and when I say I had money, when they moved, they left. The wing of my grandparents, Mm -hmm. you know, to do their own thing and start a business. Didn't really had a lot of money, Mm -hmm. so we generally just had to wear a lot of the same clothes. My brother and I, and so and of course, I was shorter than everybody else. Darker than everybody else. You know, I didn't really grow into just who I was and what my my feeling and my appearance and my aesthetic was. Mm -hmm. And so, clothing for me provided a shield of how I felt. I wanted the outward the world to look at me, you know? And so then I became, I became obsessed with like looks mm. and, and how things are put together. Mm-hmm. You know? Now I don't feel that way anymore. You know, I don't feel, obviously I don't feel like that. I haven't felt like that for decades, mm-hmm. right? But starting out, I'm going to admit mm-hmm. that it was something to where, to cover up the vulnerability that I felt like, okay, well, if they didn't want to make fun of me, if I didn't, if I dressed a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I created my own. I have to figure out my own style and how to stick out. And, mm-hmm. I will, and I was, and that's when I started to really, really lean into like the fly type of thing. Like I was like in high school doing the one glove. I, I used to have a golf <laughs> club, uh-huh. right? And for each golf club, it was different colors. And in each color, I for every outfit I wore, really, I had a different golf club and mm-hmm. i just used to be my thing like we golf club on the left hand you know Matching the outfit <laughs> it was like i was on that type of di- like you know uh-huh. what I mean? but it was like it was a it was a but it was a fashion piece it was like and wow. that became my thing that became my signature like oh you know and, and so it's like it's i was always on something mm-hmm. trying to figure out like what to how do i look and i i'm not gonna i was fly with it mm-hmm. you know but it was different mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't nobody did that mm-hmm. and i became that became my shtick right you know but I admit that's where it was. The, it was my thing to cover up my own insecurities.
2: That's interesting because to cover up my own insecurities, I w- I would make sure that I didn't stand up.
1: Mm. Well, you were always bigger than everybody else. No. Oh, you weren't. Oh, okay. No, no,
2: no, no, no. no. I didn't hit. I didn't hit a growth spurt until sixteen, seventeen. Mm. So I was out. My ninth grade year, I was the shortest person on the football team. Tenth grade year, shortest person on the football team. Mm. So, I was I was small. I I, I wasn't athletic. Yeah. At the time, mm-hmm. um, I was so somewhat like the cute boy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and I, mean, I had ins- and I had insecurities. But my ins- so I would I would clam up. Mm. As opposed to trying to stand out.
1: So th- so when did style became important? That's a
2: great question, and it can' It didn't become important to me until. And I don't want to give her this credit. Oh. But for real, my wife. Your wife? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you
1: want, why do you want to give her credit?
2: <laughs> because I wanted. To, I wanted to act like I was cool ahead of time. Nah, but, so, but it was like hey, this, the, the first time. The first time I ever thought about or heard about belt matching shoes was from her. Mm. Going the first Friday, the, the very first. First Friday, this when Pat Nix and Willie Fisher were doing Frontline.
1: Yeah. Oh, so you were a grown adult at this point? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like,
2: it in college, I tried to be. No, yeah. no, I met my wife when I was in college now. Okay, yeah. Right. So, when I was trying to be around, all around that same time, I was in junior junior college, mm-hmm. 2021. That's when I kind of started getting to it. When she, when I, she told me, we were going to Motown Cafe. At city walk, that was one back in the day, very first first Friday that they had, and I was with her, and she's like, "Let's let's go get you an outfit," mm. and from then, and the way I felt,
1: yeah,
2: I was like, "Oh okay," and yeah. and then from then on, that was when I tried to start, yeah, trying to dress, put so, things together, yeah, put things together. Mm. I think I'm good at putting things together in my head.
1: No, I I agree. well, I don't know what your your process is, but that's what you know. I cheat. <laughs> what do you mean?
2: Oh, I I I I steal. Okay. okay. A lot,
1: in, you know. You know, inspiration.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's what you want to call it. Okay, yeah, bro, it's. Co- yeah.
1: Nobody. Very few people, especially now, even at the, at a certain point in life, you know, come up with something original. <laughs> that's right? true. You know what I mean? Like, they, let just, them tell it. They did. But. I know, but you know what? It's like it's it's, like whether it's a it's a look, a color, mm. a pattern. Of a, a style, mm. very few people come up with stuff like, you know, <laughs> I mean? even myself, I take inspos. Like, I'll see something, I'll be like, oh, I like the way that was put together. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that. Like, and it, it could be, and it's honestly, again, it could be someone in public, in the public sphere, mm. whether it's a celebrity, whatever. Like, I'd be like, I like that. And to the point where I even, I'll look at somebody. And I'll look at a celebrity, I'm like, I don't like the way they dress. I don't like the way that was put together. Yeah. They could have done, they would have done this, that. Oh, or, absolutely. You know what I mean? But, but I'm I'm always looking and I'm learning because that's how I figure out, yeah. like, okay, does that, to the point where even if, uh, if a style is going somewhere, i am like, I don't want to, I'm not going in that direction. Correct. Because I don't like that, way. I don't like that style. Like, now they're trying to bring back, uh, the last couple of years, they're trying to bring back the big old, the big pants, the big yes. clothing. <laughs> and I'm like, it. I am too short oh, to go back. I can't go back to that. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot go back to the big clothing. Did you I,
2: see Justin Bieber? Yeah, Justin Bieber. Did yes. you see that? Yes, I
1: thought it was fake. No, but you know what? I saw again, uh, again. This is several years ago. Um, uh, Sean Combs' children, right? Mm-hmm. They were on covers of some magazine, and they were calling like you know future style icons. I forget what it was, and they had on like oversized clothing, and I was like.
2: No. no, I was like, no, no. I am not no. doing that. I no. was like, I am not going no. back there because uh-uh.
1: I don't have the body type to be carrying on with big clothing.
2: No, no, you know, no, um,
1: but again, that's still looking at something and you know figuring out making a, a determinative like, am I going to be inspired by that or am I going to go in a completely different direction? So, you know, I'm not going to let you have that. You, you, you steal, man. Uh-huh. Man,
2: I have a bunch of screenshots. Oh, it's okay. And and I'm saying, you know what? I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna take that right there. That's
1: okay. That's what that's what Pinterest mm-hmm. is. That's literally <laughs> what people do on Pinterest. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. When people, you put it like that. People yeah. literally take take you know things from Pinterest and be like, I like the way that looks mm-hmm. on something. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I'm not gonna let you hold that.
2: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. good. I appreciate Cause it. Because you know
1: what? Somebody may not be able to look to find something. And be like, I don't even know if that if that looks good or not. You know, mm-hmm. like that still takes a. Talent to put something together, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you hold that. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you though. So I, in the beginning, I mentioned, um, you know, Chris, how he the union thing and how he became like this champion. And but they were t- did you did you follow that story? How he like he defeated Amazon, but
2: you know, no, he, I didn't follow yeah, story. Yeah,
1: yeah. So okay, so you know he got all this flack um, for uh, the way he looked, and I'm, I need to pull up a picture. Mm. Of, But while I'm doing that, um, like, here's here's a picture of him meeting some Union bosses, right? I just, like, you know, but, like... Oh, he, okay. Yeah, but he... And I'm going to actually show you the more famous picture Chris Small, like, where he was, like, in red. Um, let me pull it up so you can have it here. But anyway, so the idea of him not looking at a certain part um, in the... uh, uh you know, union fight or whatnot. And they were like, he didn't direct like his, yeah, his a great picture. Like, he got the fitted on with the bust down, with the bust down jewelry. And, you wow. know, you know what I mean? And he's got the red, red athleisure, you know, the sweatsuit and all that. And he got the J's going, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, he's got the look, the big, you know, listen, it's hip hop. Yeah. It's strictly hip hop. Yeah. And I loved it. Right. I, pre- I you know, preferred, I loved it because again, it sent a message again, as like I mentioned in the opening, that he's not, Um, Falling in line with the, with the white ideal, like Mm -hmm. like I have to look a certain way Mm -hmm. in order to be be deemed a leader, Mm -hmm. you know, or Mm -hmm. to be deemed taken seriously, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, while I do care about fashion style, but I also think style like this is important because it creates a narrative that sometimes they feel like in order to, in order to be respected, you have to have the the Barack Obama look, right? You know what I mean? You got to dress like it. I want one day if there was a politician. To literally be like, yeah, I'm not dressing like that, like, like, literally, like that would be so cold. Like, it would be so cold. I joked with a friend a long time ago. I said, Come, "They're like, when are you going to run?" I said, "If I ran, I'd literally be wearing J's all the time. Like, <laughs> I literally, I would not be, I, I would not be good on the campaign trail because I literally would wear what I'm wearing right yeah, now." Yeah, we're like, not ready for that. Yeah, but I, I feel like we are though. You think so? Absolutely. He what? I feel like you have to push push the conversation forward. I feel like in order to really change the way people deem black aesthetic and black leadership, we cannot keep falling within the same ideals of what they think, you know, we need to appeal to.
2: Well, I think we've already kind of gotten there with, with the hair, with the hair thing.
1: Right. And I think there's another level to it. You know what I mean? I think there's another level to it. I think there's another level of how we have to, like, honestly, if, Black culture c- pushes or creates um, the boundaries. We're the ones who set the boundaries. Nobody, it's not they don't do that to us. We do. We, but we accept their boundaries. So if we said some, if we said, "All right, you know what, that's over. We're gonna we're dressing like this now," they would have no choice but to adapt because, you know, white America, the world. They figure out I
2: don't successful. think Black America would take you serious if you were uh, running. If you were running. If you were running for a political seat, I don't know. And you were. You think, but you think, the a commissioner here in Orlando, of a, that's running for a black district, could could run on the campaign trail and wear jays and, and and win or be taken serious?
1: I think so. I think if the message is correct, I think if you focus people on because honestly, too, I think. It sends a message to people that oh he's different or she's different. My thing with Kamala is that I don't like the way they dress Kamala because they dress her in a very uniform sense, and I'm like, man, why don't they dress her? So- she she could be flyer than that. Like just a very. But isn't,
2: but isn't that she's never been super fly though? Has she? I
1: I'm, I don't know because I, I don't I don't. But
2: remember, I, but, I, but I, didn't, I, I was disappointed in Barack Obama when he came in that tan suit. Really? I didn't think he dressed. Cool. I didn't think he. I love the way the the, the um. What's the, what's the, um, the French president's, um,
0: Maqueron.
2: I love the way they dress. I love the way they, with the, with the spread collar Yeah, and, and it's all, Barack Obama suits weren't tailored.
1: No, they weren't, they weren't tailored, but you didn't like, but you didn't like the, okay. With the tan suit, you didn't like, I
2: love the tan suit.
1: Okay. I was, I was trying to make, get some clarity.
2: Oh yeah. I love the tan suit.
1: Okay. So you, okay. So now we're going to say, I love the tan suit because it broke
2: out of the tradition. Yeah, but it's still a suit.
1: Yeah, but it would still something to wear, and it still created all oh, these conversation. Yeah, correct.
2: But, but I, that's what I'm saying. But now. he couldn't. But there's a diff, there's a difference between wearing a, a a black,
1: black and blue, black and blue, and, blue, and gray, and then
2: going to, and, and 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 then going to tan, and then going from a black and blue suit to a T-shirt and Jordans.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying I I, I agree with that. But I'm saying that I would have loved to see Barack Obama get some window pane.
2: Oh, like, oh no! I'm with yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's but, why I was a little but disappointed.
1: But I'm saying like, and and, and, and then there's a way to train. You can listen. I ain't saying he got to break them all out at once, but I'm like not every day. Like, you know, throwing a throwing a nice sharp blazer, some nice you know jeans, and some some, some okay. If, well then,
2: well then, if, if if that would be the case, then yeah, then we can we can do that. I, yeah, but
1: I, but I feel like even still, like you know, with, like with um, any politician you mentioned here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you wore if you wore an outfit that represented hip hop and the culture and but you were powerful in your in your message, I think that would strike a tone and it would make you seem it would actually resonate a lot more further because guess what? First of all, you're going to get talked about with what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Right? But then when you open your mouth and like, "Damn, this person is mm-hmm. Person is powerful. Mm-hmm. This person knows what they're talking about. Oh, this person is sharp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm rocking with them. Like, yeah, like it. So I think it, it helps you. It doesn't hurt you. I think what the problem with the politicians is what they do. They go on the trail. They do. They look the same. Same. You know, uh, um, black and blue in and, and gray. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the t-shirt rolled up. On you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's the same. Mm-hmm. And Not t-shirt. Excuse me. The dress shirt rolled up. Like I just. I I, I. I fully believe, and that's why I love Chris Small's what he did. Mm-hmm. Because he broke out of the ideal box of what the what you know America right. sees as leadership, especially black leadership
2: right now i'm I'm all for it happening and i and and I love the fact i didn't you know didn't know the story, but I like the fact that that we're able to be ourselves you know more so to speak and and and, and not really be worried about what they think or having to impress them like with with, with how we they think we should dress. But I also think at the same time, I don't, I don't, I don't think that we can, I still think we should
1: look a certain way, look a
2: certain way. Yeah. And maybe it's the sports in me. Maybe it's the, when I, when, so when we were, when I was coming up playing, playing college football, we would have days where we wouldn't necessarily, the coach would give us a. An easy day to where we wouldn't necessarily have to wear full pads yeah and every single time if we didn't have on full pads the practice wasn't as intense as it needed to be
1: okay
2: even even though the only difference was you didn't have the bottom pad. right yeah yeah right and it's and, and it's a mentality thing yeah i think if if, a, if you were to go out right now and you were to get on a campaign trail the way that you described i think you would pull a lot of the young vote you know what I mean? You would you would resonate that way, but I don't think I don't think we we would I don't think he would win. You don't think so? No.
1: I don't know. I think no. the old I think older generation might have a problem, but then again, I think it's how you talk to them. Mm-hmm. I think it's how you appeal. I mm-hmm. think it's you know it's your background. It's everything else encompassing, and I think it really. I feel like you have to, you have to push the culture forward. And let me and let me just say this. Let me just say this, Cam. Let mm-hmm. me just say. It. At the end of the day, like I'm hip hop, mm-hmm. right? And most people, first our generation, you talked about it. You're you're hip hop. You grew up in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Hip hop culture is the main source of inspiration mm-hmm. and categorization of cool,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: When you, when we decide to, and it's only white America tells us like, oh, you gotta you gotta remove hip hop in order to be taken seriously. Okay, you know. But it's uh, they it's weird. They want us to not look hip hop, but they want to put hip hop in music. They want to put hip hop in their commercials. Of course. They want to put it in, in selling commercial in um commercial items. But when we're trying when we want us to take seriously, they're like, you can't wear certain, you can't look that certain way. And I and I refute that idea because I, and to me it's it's still it's stoked in, or steeped in anti-blackness. Because they're taking it shots at anti-black um and saying that you can't be 1,000% authentic of who you are and what you represent and what you grew up in because it's not what's traditional. And that's my opinion. I'm not saying that's mm-hmm. true, but that's I think it's steeped in some form of anti-blackness.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, when you look at it like that and you break it down, I guess you would say it would be some type of anti But There's definitely something there. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I, I know you got, yeah, you got me. I, I'm just fine. This is why, I, we, this is why um, we're in the pocket because it's, it's fo- supposed to like force we, us to think about things in a deeper, introspective way. Like, and that's, you know, I to me personally, hmm. I look at something like a politician who says I have to dress a certain way in order to like get elected. That's not stoked in us, that's stoked in them telling us. That. Because where's that but, where's that from? Yeah, I don't know. What what that's defines that's, the power suit respecti- or the power of color? What is, respecti- is that? That's called respectability politics, right? That's okay. called respectability. Like okay. we have to like we have to look a certain way in order to get respect. And that's not I don't believe in that. But you notice, as soon as White America started feeling like, oh, you know what? I don't want to wear suits anymore to office. I'm gonna start wearing golf shirts. Mm-hmm. Then golf shirts started being okay to wear the office. Now it's then they transition from it's not about golf shirts anymore, I could just wear regular clothing because Silicon Valley and tech industry right. started taking over and now everybody the cult office culture has changed to where like you don't have to wear even a golf shirt anymore. Right. To you know, and, and khakis. But it's them imparting what they think is casual wear into the office. But at the same time, like when we if we were to try to do something, it was like, oh, you can't do that. That's not, well isn't it well don't
2: you think a lot of that has to do with who's in charge though? Well if you were
1: Yes. It's it's deemed it who is it is deemed on who who's in charge, but it's also the idea of society imparting what is okay and what is not okay. You know, and so my idea is yeah, that Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean that it's when you when when people lean into the blackness, they lean into what is authentic to them, mm-hmm. you know, or even hell, let's just take away, like, you know, all this is, is, you know, this podcast focused on this black culture, but let's take, let's say somebody who is of Hispanic or Mexican, origin, right? Like something that is highly identifiable in that culture would be considered, oh, that's not, that may not be proper, but why, why is that? Because they said it, right. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, the, it's the mentality of what, We've idealized as what's what's appropriate or not.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, it's been indoctrinated into us, just like all kinds of other mm-hmm. um, things, like the the, the 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 competition that we have against each other, the crabs in the barrel. That's it's all indoctrinated. It all comes from the same some same type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they want to. It's it's almost a now that you now that I think about it, it's almost a way of of holding us back. You know, not allowing yeah. us to express ourselves doesn't allow us to be free, completely free.
1: Right, because we're always concerned about right. how it's going to... And gonna,
2: therefore, we can never probably reach our full potential.
1: Right, because we're always worried about, you know, and and, and understand the term what I'm saying white gays, not G-A-Y-S, but G-A-Z-E, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, we're worried so much about the white gays, about how they're going to, you know... Um, judge Mm -hmm. our appeal, judge our aesthetic, judge our character. Our character is directly aligned with their, you know, what they think. um, So let me ask you this.
2: Thinking about this and with where the conversation is going, what do you think in retrospect about the rule that the NBA established when they made them start dressing up and not being able to wear t shirts and stuff like that. So
1: I think we're gonna be on a different side of this, but I felt like, okay, at the time, I was a big Iverson guy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Iverson was the culture. Mm-hmm. And when they did that, when it instituted the rule, it was to me, again, steeped in anti blackness. Because you was, thought about that then? Well, I I knew, like, okay. you know I mean, because like Iverson was the most popular athlete. In the game. Mm-hmm. This is before LeBron. Right. This is when, you know, and it's this is even at a height of when Shaq and Kobe MJ was
2: still in the league.
1: Shit. MJ was out the league at that point when they started putting the dress code in.
2: Correct. 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 You
1: know? And so Shaq and Kobe went in back to back to back championships, three straight. Mm-hmm. But Iverson still was the biggest star. Correct. You know? And so like it was directly, you know. An attack on hip hop culture, and for me, I'm I have wow. a I have a love for hip hop culture. I'm very protective over it. Uh-huh. I love hip hop, obviously, and so when I saw something take on a stance that was oh, you can't wear certain things now, true enough, you know. I mean, did I like all the fashions? That's the, that's a different conversation. Right, I didn't okay. like. I did not may okay. not like. Oh, you can but, separate the two. Yeah, I can separate the two. I can bifurcate that all day, all day, and every day. Just cuz I don't like something doesn't mean I'm not going to be protective over it. Right. I got you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like when I when they did that with the style dress code and then when they eliminated it, I was happy. Cuz I was like, you know what? Let them be who they want to be. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's freedom of expression. I may not like what Russell Westbrook is wearing all the time. I may not like it, Whew. but that's him. Let him that's what he want to do. That's let let him be him.
2: Man, that guy there, boy.
1: I know, but I'm just saying, but you, <laughs> but you know, he wears some. Yeah, options. no, it's cool. That, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm, I mean, I'm, I've never thought about it like that.
1: Wow. So what did you think at the time? Well, because you were a little older. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I liked the idea. I liked the rule.
1: You liked the rule. You were like, okay, they, they needed to start dressing more suits and everything.
2: Yeah. I just, I just thought because they were coming to work. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, nobody else could go to work at that time. That's, okay nobody else could go to work like that yeah you know what I mean what I mean but their uniform I mean their uniforms are uniform which is you know tank top and shorts but if you're not participating you got to come to work and you need to come let me ask you
1: did you when you were in college did your coach make you dress yes. up for game day mm-hmm. so that's kind of where you were coming from
2: yeah all my all my even in high school we had to yeah 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 so that was I mean to me that's what it again, it's all in the mentality for me right if I'm not dressed apart yeah most likely that means mentally i'm not i'm not there also right you know what i mean because if even if you're not playing, mm-hmm. you still mentally should be there right and if you're not dressed in that way mentally you're probably not there as well mm-hmm. and that's just that's just my old school huh. mentality that's and that's why I'm like that i'm i'm I've gotten lazy. Because what do you mean lazy? when it comes to every day, mm-hmm. and maybe it's because I'm in a blue collar industry, mm-hmm. but I I want I should look good every single day. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you know it. Does, it doesn't. It doesn't happen. A lot of people don't so value it or see the, the necessity in it.
1: So the, the the thing about like the NBA dress code, and I actually understand what you're saying what i didn't understand then which i i didn't agree and i thought about it then it's like all right let me walk through what's happening here so the only reason you want them to dress up for a lot for majority of them is to walk the tunnel when cameras are on them or mm-hmm. when they're sitting on the bench for the most part though they're literally leaving the hotel jumping on the team bus to get to the stadium mm-hmm. or hell they're already at the stadium mm-hmm. they've been warming up for 2 hours already mm-hmm. So now you want them to Mm -hmm. shower, you know, from warming up before the game to then throw on a suit Mm -hmm. so that you can appeal to white advertisers. So when they're going to take off that suit, just to go back in shorts. Like, I didn't understand that. That, And that's kind of where, and that's why I was like, it didn't make any sense to me. They weren't coming from home. They were like, a lot of times they were coming from a hotel or they were already at the gym and they were just already putting, they were putting on suits in order to appeal to the camera. So that white audiences can feel. But comfortable. you understand it now. Do I, I don't. You, under,
2: you, you, you still don't agree I, with it.
1: I still don't agree. I still don't agree with the dress code. You
2: understand why they made why they did what they did though.
1: I just because I understand something doesn't right. mean I have to agree with it.
2: Well, well, I agree with it because I understand it. Right. And then what I mean by that is NFL's the same NFL same way. Right. Players get fined all the time just for their socks not being all the way up. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So it all comes down to to me that comes down to dollars and cents. Okay. Right. So I agree with them making the rule. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't agree with the philosophy of, but I I agree with the philosophy of them establishing a rule. I understand why they made the rule. So therefore I, I, I I agree with the rule because it's what's best for their business. Now, personally, no, that's unfair for that person not to be able to wear what he needs to, what, what he needs to wear. But if I'm looking at it from a business pers which that's how I look at a lot of things now, mm-hmm. I agree with the rule.
1: Okay, so here's here's the thing. NFL, you know, different different than NBA, obviously, right? Obviously. The NFL, everything's about uniformity to where they don't it's not the back of the jerseys that really important, it's the front of the jerseys. You know, it's all about the shield, right? NBA is more of an individualized ideal. Of course. You, you know? Um, it helps that they don't have something covering their face right. and all that other stuff, so yeah, they're not gonna they don't believe in individuality in in the n f l because um, why would I want somebody's socks to be a certain different color like you know like it it's about the uniform mm-hmm. like you're out of uniform mm-hmm. when n b a you know they wanna push for individuality because that helps market the game. And it creates these superstars mm-hmm. and tell people buy jerseys and create factions. that all and comes like, back to money. it all comes back to money, mm-hmm. right? But the NBA understood that hip-hop culture is the is a center in the bread. is the is the uh, directive if, of marketing dollars in the NBA? Mm-hmm. Like they understood it, and it understood it early on. finally, like, all right, let's we have to lean into this. Right. you know, the NFL is still very more much more conservative. Much more. Ideal sport, but you know. With that being said, I still feel like it. Mm, I I still feel like it, when you remove the personality from somebody, I I mm. I don't. Uh, I just don't. I'm not a. I'm not a fan. Like I'm not a fan. Like let. Like of course I don't. Yes, everybody has to wear the same uniform, but the socks thing's a little bit o- overboard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. back in the day, they used to. You know, they used to let people wear different visors on the helmet, right? You yeah, know what they, yeah you can't do any of that you can't do that anymore. right you know what I mean but like you know mm-hmm. that, you know it's it just it's i just think when you remove things like that that can make people stick out it's i'm not I'm not always a fan I'm not a fan of stripping people with individuality hmm. that's that's my own personal opinion though
2: well my opinion is 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 different because i'm i've I'm a team guy mm. I've always come up and done, i never played an individual sport. Everything was always team.
1: Ah, uh, see, I, I ran
2: track. Yeah, see, never <laughs> ran track. Never ran track. Baseball, football. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. So weightlifting, I did weightlifting, but one year, and it was still, you know, no person, oriented, yeah, yeah, still yeah, team yeah. oriented. Mm-hmm. So for me, the sticking out part to me is an issue. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: I can see that, but that's also that's your experience, mm-hmm. and we're all conditioned by our experiences. Mm-hmm. Also, as I mentioned earlier. That I was always into sticking out because I was trying to, right. you know, shield my own mm. insecurities. Mm. So how do I stick out from people? Oh, the golf club. You know mm. what I mean? So I reckon I'm, I always champion a form of individuality mm. on somebody. Right, right, right. Because that makes it, sense. it's steeped in my own, you know, history, right. personal history. Right. So I don't, I'm not, I don't, you know, begrudge you for yeah, your yeah. history because that's the, that's the way, you know, but you've always been a team guy. So I understand it. You know, um, let me ask you, though. Let me, like, we, we kind of touched about it a little bit. Uh, the influence of hip-hop in, in fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and how it's, like, infiltrated. We talked about how Jay-Z, you know, um, you know told everybody to button-ups and everything mm-hmm. like that. And then how, you know, I mentioned, joked about Biggie telling somebody with the polka dots mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, what is your idea? Like, what are your thoughts on, like, hip-hop being, um, or hip-hop artists you know, navigating, especially for men's fashion, navigating how people look?
2: Well, I mean, it's evident that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't quite understand. Why, I don't know why it is.
1: You don't know why, yeah.
2: You know, I mean, I maybe that's something that's been indoctrinated. You know, it's not necessarily from, you know, whites, but for some reason, I, I don't, I don't, I have an opinion. Okay. Give me your opinion and maybe I can bounce off of that.
1: Okay. So my opinion on why I think that is, is for a lot of times the black people, we've established class and social hierarchy by the way we dress. And so for in hip hop, one of the signifiers of like, I'm, I'm actually, I've made it. Mm -hmm. And let's just call it with a street culture. You know, Mm -hmm. let's talk about when hip hop started. Um, the dope boy was the was the person on the block that you know attend get all the attention because of he was wearing all the flashy clothes, right? You know the big chains, the bust down, the bust downs or whatnot, mm-hmm. and that's how they attributed, you know, to show that they've made it in mm-hmm. that particular environment because of what they're wearing. Hip hop artists mimicking that lifestyle or coming from that lifestyle and or, mm-hmm. you know, have the same. Notability on how to show that I've made it in a certain way, because of the flashier I dress. Right, the more I dress, and it transferred into how we deem. Like that's why you know it's labels, mm-hmm. a big thing. You know, pushing labels, pushing um, aesthetics, pu- pushing even um, you know the jewelry or mm-hmm. the big the watch. You know whatnot. It's all about. Um, class and social hierarchy and showing that I've made a certain placement in society. So that's kind of where, and then it goes, you know, even further back, right? So like, um, back in the 20s and 30s, mm-hmm. you know, um, black pe- black, especially black men used to want to dress like, you know, their favorite jazz artists or whatnot. Yeah. But especially focusing purely on hip-hop, though, it I think that's where it really it stemmed from. And, you know, obviously it's taken on I mean, hell, Dapper Dan, shout out Dapper Dan now because he's now he got a Gap yeah. sweatshirt, which I hope comes in the mail. I I pay for it, way too expensive.
2: you were able to get one, huh?
1: I I, I didn't get getting them. Okay, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to come in the mail though. Okay, because it, it was so, they sold out quick. Yeah, I know. I did. I did put
2: I Did you try to get one? No, I didn't. Um, okay. but see, would you con would you consider Dapper Dan hip hop?
1: Absolutely. What, what, so, but
2: what's considered hip hop clothing now then? Hip
1: hop culture? No, hip hop culture. I didn't say clothing. Okay. Hip hop culture. Something that's okay, heavily okay. influenced by hip hop. I don't know about Gap is not hip hop clothing. Yeah, I just did I I don't even shop Gap. I just decided to get the the, the you No, know, I haven't
2: shopped the Gap since, I've since thought the pre, so I thought the since I thought the prep look was cool. Yeah, like you know you
1: what I mean? I don't I don't even rock with Gap like that.
2: Man, the hip hop the hip hop culture Influence influence yeah. is, is will always be there because it's what we grew up with. Right. That was our jazz. That was our R and B. Like the people that we that we my, my, my I remember my mom used to listen to Luther Vandross and Anita, and Anita Baker nonstop, mm-hmm. and she looked like Anita Baker. She dressed like Anita Baker, mm. you know. And then the, and and a lot of the men, well, that's not true. They didn't want to dress like Luther Vandross, <laughs> but but they. They still influenced mm-hmm. what people wore. Mm-hmm. And and it just makes sense for the hip hop culture to influence They probably want
1: to dress like Teddy, Teddy P.
2: They want to dress like Teddy P. Yeah. Um a lot of them just like the Temptations or the Motown sound, all that kind of stuff. Mm. So it just makes sense for when that was Motown had a big influence on, on my parents and how they dressed.
1: And and the funny thing about Motown is that Barry Gordy wanted Motown artists to dress A certain way to appeal to white America. Yeah. So that's, you know, say they they always wore suits and the women, and even the women wore dresses because Mm -hmm. they were supposed to look, again, respectable Mm -hmm. and they wanted to sell to a larger audience, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's funny, you're right. While they were trying to appeal to a white, a larger audience, but they still had an influence on black. I think, fashions, uh, you know, your parents' generation or parents' generation. I, th- I
2: think fame is is a big is a is a big drug, and people are attracted to fame, hmm. and because of that, they're going to emulate what they see as what's famous and and, and what's cool. Hmm. Russell Wilson,
1: yeah.
2: A lot of people think Russell Wilson is corny, which I right? don't understand, right? Yeah. But Russell Wilson. Can dress his behind off.
1: I think so. I think he dresses better in the
2: future. I don't even really I don't follow at all. I don't really Yeah. The future to walk in here right now, I probably wouldn't know who he is, but I wouldn't. I don't yeah. Nothing. But Russell Wilson can dress his behind off. I I so
1: Sierra actually probably helped him. But
2: the but the fame mm-hmm. is what is what gets him to not necessarily be be corny. Mm-hmm. The money and everything like that is what gets him not to be corny and that's why he's able to influence people. If he wasn't famous, he wouldn't be influential.
1: So let's walk down that road, right? So okay. I do agree, fame is a big.
2: But that's why, but that's why yeah. I think it influences so many people,
1: right? In hip hop culture.
2: In hip hop culture, because they're famous,
1: right? So okay, um, to that point, current hip hop artists and their appeal. Is there is there an artist right now Who's super famous That you like Alright I like the way They dress Like as a you know Younger I can't point to one
2: Hip hop artists, Yeah no. that
1: you be like Oh man I like the way I like the way they rock shit mm-hmm. I can't point I can't point to one But Your kids generation They probably They probably look at Playboy Cardi And be like I like the way Playboy Cardi dresses You know what I mean I probably look at You
2: know um, But I I like I like the way Kevin Hart dresses and I will. But that's
1: not your, your daughter generation,
2: though. No, 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 no. But but you're not going to you're not going to find somebody that you think mm-hmm. that influences the younger generation that you think is going to be fly. My parents didn't think that either. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I agree.
2: Right, right. So no, you're not going to be able to find somebody that you're going to point to. But you can point to somebody. You can point. You can point to somebody that influences you in hip hop culture right now.
1: I don't know. Now I'm different though. You don't think so? I don't.
2: I don't know if I look towards a artist to like. No, not. But you, but you can, but you can look at an, an artist and be like, man, I, I think he's fly. I can look at some. Uh, okay, yeah. but they're not going to be younger. they're going to be
1: in my more my age. Right, 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 right. right. So um,
2: your perspective is going to change as you're, as you get older. Your perspective changes, the way you look at things changes. So your style is going to change. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It's just yeah. a natural evolution.
1: Yeah. So all right, so listen, I'm gonna give you. We're gonna. Um, Close it out. I want you to give me your final thoughts on just like fashion. Oh, we know what you didn't talk about. Go ahead. Um, There's a New York times article that came out. How, because the masters happened and how um, Nike is putting out like Jordans for the golf shoes uh-huh. and how they're like, now they're leaning into more like a, a urban hip hop fashion. Nike. Yeah. Nike. Uh-huh. And they're putting like, they're using like, um, I think it was like J 13s or whatever like that uh-huh. as a, Mm-hmm. Golf shoe, whatnot, mm-hmm. um, which is fascinating because for a long time, uh, you know, although hip hop has always been closely aligned mm-hmm. with golf, you know, we, we played golf, black people. You think hip hop is always. No, I'm saying, oh. I'm saying that we promoted golf. We like golf. Mm-hmm. It may not have represented us until Tiger Woods jumped on the scene. Right. Right. But we liked, but we liked playing golf. We liked playing golf. Right. Right. Now it's like they are finally leaning into that idea of let's go ahead and open the doors of the fashion aesthetic by putting on, like making these golf shoes, you know, retrofitting the Jays and putting mm-hmm. some golf spikes on them, mm-hmm. um, which I think is fascinating. Right. Um, what are your thoughts on that one? Well,
2: it, again, that's an, another, that's a natural evolution because they did it with baseball and football mm-hmm. a while ago. Yeah. Um, which is fly. Yeah. It's, it's super fly. And I think Tiger Woods has a lot to do with that because Tiger Woods doesn't look like the typical golfer. Remember he's, he got, he got cut up and kind of got muscular mm-hmm. and he wears the red shirts on Sundays. Yeah. And, um, he looks, he, he almost looks hip hop out there. And so almost, almost, <laughs> he almost looks hip hop up there. Yeah. And so again, it's, it's, all down to the money. Nike's leaning into it. I mean, it just, it just, right. it's, it's, it's all down. It, it comes down to the money. And, Eventually, we're probably if more we could we could dominate it if we wanted to if we if we if more people played if more if more people played so the future of the sport is going to symbolize the future of the demographic of the world so it's naturally it's going to become more black it's going to be or more brown at least so you gotta you gotta be able to appeal to mm. those type of people
1: yeah I would agree with that I would think that the sport um, is trying to represent well, they understand that, first of all, hip-hop culture is the I was, is the um, curator of, you know, style mm-hmm. in this country. And um, for a sport to ignore that would be at the detriment of them because it is a popular music. It is a popular style choice for especially kids or mm-hmm. people at a certain age mm-hmm. group. Um, I laughed when people were like, oh, so why Snoop Dogg and you know, whatever, in the Super Bowl? I'm like, well... That's the popular music. Like, is not, nobody's gonna play the Eagles. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, at our age, people we were like, the most popular music from 30 years ago right. was hip hop. Right. And the most popular music from 30 years from now, maybe might be like K pop, like Korean right. pop. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? But um, it's, it most likely be hip hop. Right. And so it projects to where, why somebody would wanna, as a company, as an industry, as a sport, mm-hmm. you know, baseball, football, now golf, would want to say, okay. Let's go ahead and lean into this particular ideal because this is the thing that's pushing um the culture forward, so that's my opinion on that. of course, everything's my opinion on this podcast <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah man i um I think that fashion is um ever evolving mm-hmm. um it's personal yeah um intimate. And the key and the fundamental and the foundation of somebody being fashionable or can dress well is is the confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not confident, then it's not going. You're not going to be able to pull it off at all. Right. Would you agree with that? I agree
1: with that. Agree with what would you that.
2: think is the number one factor in being able to pull off an outfit outside of confidence, like we just said? Would it be the fit? Would it be the shoes? Would it be the accessories? Um, all above all of the above. Um,
1: I I I think detail is important. Obviously, um, I always look for if somebody if I see somebody dress well, I look for the detail. I look at the shoes. I look at like what they're doing. Um, I'm like, why do they wear? I've, I sometimes I'll be like, why do they wear that belt with that? You know, mm-hmm. or I'm like, oh, I like that belt. Mm-hmm. You know, or all right, that color of pants. You know why'd you wear gray pants and brown shoes You know mm-hmm. Like that don't make no sense You know what I mean like that ain't that Or if you wore brown shoes why'd you wear that style of shoes You know what I mean like mm-hmm. so like It, it Cause I, I'm, I'm always looking at something From the idea of like uh, Does that work mm-hmm. You know Um. so I'm a very detail oriented Person when it comes to Fashion so for me um, It's about the details mm-hmm. Confidence is important but you can be confident and have, like, be confidently ugly. Right, <laughs> right. And you it, just can't pull it off. Not pulling it, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, you might look, you might feel confident who you think you look, but you probably shouldn't be so confident in what you're wearing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, but, uh-huh. so I don't care how confident you are, mm-hmm. that shit ain't hitting. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't doing what it's mm-hmm. supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I look at little small things, you know, in order to tie an outfit together, Um, you know, that's what's important to me. So if somebody is paying attention to details, that's what sticks out. You know? How often
2: do, are you in court?
1: I'm not in court I, often. Would
2: you ever, do you think with the the Chris, hmm. would you think there ever be a point where you could go into a courtroom without wearing a suit and tie?
1: Um, no, but the legal profession is a, is a very conservative, but I will say I have walked into court um, you know, I've walked into court actually one time with a turtleneck. Okay. On. With a blazer on. Yeah, with a blazer on. Okay. Yeah, I've done that. You know what I mean? Um it it depends on the judge. Okay. You know, it depends on the courtroom. So it's just a game you gotta play. It's a game you gotta play. Yeah. You know, so it just really, it really depends on what you're you know, what you think you can get away mm-hmm. with. Right. Um, and then again, as this goes into my, I'm gonna wait. Well, I'm gonna let you close because it's all about messaging. Mm-hmm. But I want you to give your final thoughts on it, and then I'm gonna give my final thoughts.
2: Well, my, I, I was kind of going into it, you know. The I think fashion is a is, is a part of your personality, mm-hmm. and the way that is uh, the way that the society seems to be moving. It seems to be that where you're going to be able to have more of a freedom of expression with your clothes and not necessarily be looked at in a certain way. I think there's a long way to go for that Yeah. Um, on both sides on, on from from us as black Americans and from white Americans. I don't think I don't think we're there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, style and, and fashion is, is something that is internal and it's something that only you can necessarily uh, pull off. And that's kind of it, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, I know. I feel that. Um, you know, for me, like I always do a, a dear black culture, a mm-hmm. uh, love letter to black culture. So like dear black culture, uh, we talked about a lot of different things when talking about fashion and black and black American fashion. And one of the things I would want to take about, take apart is our thought process of what are we communicating with fashion? Um, why are we wearing certain things? And it's always down to the message. Um, I mentioned that in the courtroom, I'm wearing something like maybe a turtleneck. And I might be saying, hey, you know what? I'm delivering a certain message to opposing counsel or to the judge about how I feel about a case or how I feel about myself. But either way, there's a message being delivered. So when we talk about fashion as far as black culture is concerned and in hip-hop being the center of it, we always have to ask questions of what are we communicating not only to the world but to ourselves. When we're promoting certain designers and we're pushing out certain designers why are we, why is it so important for us to push the designer out why is it so important for us to push a certain look out why are we pushing out a certain color pattern these are the things i always think about when i'm looking at how hip hop culture is centering centers itself in the fashion industry um there's a show called the hype on hbo that really talks about and promotes street fashion my idea my thought process while watching that show is who is this for was it for us or was it for white America to let them know in on what exactly street fashion? And I have no problem with that, but at the end of the day, it's always communicating something. And I always wondered what did it communicate particularly to somebody who's not of the culture, who's trying to figure it to figure it out, and then they're let into this beautiful thing that we have curated for ourselves with intra black culture. Like why are we why are we so you know excited to deliver these things that. May or may not you know appeal to An outside audience and those are the things I always think about when I'm thinking about black culture And that's the thing I think about with fashion So when we're doing things and we're talking about fashion It's always delivered on the message And so with that being said I'm going to start the show End the show on how we started it um, By you know playing a song um, That with the artist Who is always at the center Of especially black male fashion And continues to um, create the conversation. So, with that being said, thank you for listening to, to Unculture Bias, and we going right out.
0: Time for time for time for coming up, coming down, ride clean, fix your head. Y'all know y'all can fuck around Paris where we been Part my Parisian It's whole time and no time It's fuck all y'all season Piss Bordeaux's and Burgundies. Flush out a Riesling When hoes out, them hoes out Y'all put y'all weaves in and Clap for a nigga with his rapping ass Blow a stack for your niggas with your trapping ass Spent all my euros on Tubces and weird clothes I party with weirdos Yeah, ho, yeah, ho I rock. time for international. Bring back the concord numbers, don't lie. Check the scoreboard. Time for